Welcome to Japan according to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Yo everyone, what's going on? Welcome to episode 142 of the Japan according to Akio podcast. Um pretty chill episode uh we talked about you know some good stuff some bad stuff um some inaccurate stuff some weird stuff <laughs> uh I, I i some again some links to some different mini docs uh, that you can uh, check out some covid related some japanese society related some just completely blatantly wrong shit as well um Uh, some things you might like, might dislike about Japan. I give a couple of stories as well. Um, turns out to be a pretty good podcast. Again, please remember, like, thank you guys for liking uh, you guys who are watching. I'm seeing the likes. I'm seeing them go shoot up, the comments shoot up. Subscribe too. Please do that as well. That might help as well. The subscriber numbers going up might help too. Um, Yeah, um, questions for Akil at gmail.com. If you have anything you want me to talk about, address, or leave a comment in YouTube if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, but, you know, I think this pretty much speaks for itself. So go ahead and enjoy. Hey, hey now, hey now. Mm. What's up, y'all? It's, it's episode 142 of the podcast. I told y'all last time I got another uh, cognac episode. I'm drinking some Camus Exo Superior this time. Uh, I got, you know, again, my one of my hobbies, which is kind of, ooh, let me not drop that, <laughs> which is, um, uh, you know, uh, ordering things online, things like that. So uh, Yahoo Auction hooked me up again, but I think I'm pretty much done with with the um, with the uh, cognac online auction life for a little while you know i, I kind of got my fix so when i'm done with this i'm probably gonna chill on it for a little bit mm. pretty smooth episode we got for you um, by the way people on youtube a couple of things uh first off uh i'm gonna stop checking the video uh i got a comment from someone uh from a few episodes back that told me it kind of messed with the audio levels so i'm gonna just try and you know keep it as it is keep the faith that it's gonna record this whole goddamn thing and hopefully you know that works out also my face is kind of oily shiny i got i jumped out the shower so people on youtube if you can see my face that's why okay <laughs> um what else is going on with me uh Yeah, that's that's pretty much it to start everything off that I think of. If anything else comes up, kind of hot, kind of warm in here. So, you know, if you see me squirming around, I'm trying to, you know, keep everything stationary as much as possible. I got a carpet laid down, a heated carpet laid down, which, you, of course, you can't see. But um, so my feet are all toasty. You know, before when, when I shuffled my feet, when I listened back on the audio on the to the video when i watched the video i could hear you know i can hear all the noise that gets picked up audio people you don't really hear that uh one so if you're watching on youtube uh one of the comments i got was about you know the microphone not helping so people on youtube the microphone is only for um the audio the audio i can adjust the sound quality you know i edit it i do some semi-professional shit to that The video that you see on YouTube is completely raw. You know, it's through, I'm just recording it on my iPhone. Um, I got like, you know, 30 y'all <laughs> on YouTube. So, so it's not, you know, I'm not like going to go out and buy like a super professional camera or anything like that. Now at this moment in time, you know, if I get, I don't know, whatever number, you know, whatever, we'll see in the future if it gets there. People, you know, long-time listeners on the audio of the podcast, you know, same thing. My phone used to be my microphone, so, you know, I kind of stepped up with the equipment over time as it was warranted. So, you know, um, if you hear background noise, you know, you hear shit, whatever the fuck you hear, you know, on YouTube, sorry about that. It's my, I'm just, it's just my iPhone. But, you know, if it really bothers you, Just click in the description, listen to the podcast, and your listening experience will be a hell of a lot better. Most of the time I listen to the podcast on my way to work. 
um, you know, just to review, uh, play it back again for my own entertainment too. I like listening to the podcast too, to be honest with you. Not like, and I said it before, not like an egotistical kind of thing. When I started doing it at first, it was kind of weird. It felt kind of weird listening to myself, but you know, um, I feel like it's a good episode if I can, if I know what I said and I can listen to it and still be entertained on it. I feel like I'm entertained by it. I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job. So, um, that's my gauge. That's my litmus test um, to see uh, how well, of course, and of course, all of your comments and things like that. Uh, Rod, really thank you for um, the e email message you sent me um, a little while ago. I, I read it. Really helpful, um, really inspirational. Just telling me keep going, keep keep these dreams alive. <laughs> but no, no, I mean, I'm I'm not like worn down or anything. I'm, I'm really loving what I do. I'm looking forward to the future where I can do this with the majority of my day, you know, you know, if I can get to the point where I'm like, not only for this podcast, but, you know, with my business and, and everything like that, where I can get to the point where I can do some live streaming and I can, you know, um, do a lot of shorts and do some animated stuff and, and you know, just uh, really kind of get a variety of content out there that I would like to um, related to Japan. So, you know, we're, we're getting there. It's, it's a process, but we're getting there. So, um, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> where, where, where am I going to go? <laughs> this is my life. Like, this is literally my life. I'm not going anywhere. So, so don't worry. You, you guys are stuck with me. Um, that's about it. Yeah. It's, it's pretty late tonight. Uh, I got the day off tomorrow, so, uh, I'm gonna, I don't think it's gonna be a super long episode cause, you know, I'm getting started a little bit later and even, I'm not gonna lie, me starting, once I hit record, I'm just like, uh, I'm really not feeling like the, the juices, you know, flowing out. I spent like 40 minutes trying to figure out what the fuck I was gonna talk about today. <laughs> I found, I just searched around on YouTube, found some shit, you know, <laughs> there's always something related to Japan, some good, some not so good, so. That's kind of what we're going to talk about. One more thing. Uh, speaking, I just remembered that I wanted to mention. Speaking of um, uh, me listening to the episode, finally I've started uh, upload like uploading timestamps onto the episode. I just realized, duh, you know, as I listen, just and now that you can see, I'm trying to like organize the episode a bit better. Uh, um, you know, instead of just like <laughs> randomly talking crazy shit the whole fucking time. Um, you know, uh, I'm kind of can just like separate it up. And then like after I listen to it, I just go, you know, on my phone and app. I can just put in the timestamp. So I think that, you know, I think that will be helpful, a lot helpful. And then, you know, also it'll help in the future when I go for me to go back and actually um, take out clips, which I, which I want to try to do tomorrow. Um, I haven't like the past couple of episodes, there have been a few clips I wanted to get to, which I'm going to try and get to. I know, right. I'm not doing too much, but, but, um, that, you know, the, those kind of clips, I think they are important, especially for just raising awareness of the podcast. And it's just some interesting shit for people to know. They don't really have to sort through the full, full episode. I, I kind of, you know, at first I was kind of like, fuck that shit. I'm not putting timestamps in my shit, but, um, you know, I had to think and look at some of the podcasts and, and, and longer videos I watch and I listen to when I have time and they do it, you know, so if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me and I appreciate it. So, um, hopefully you guys, if you're a new listener on YouTube, especially, hopefully you appreciate it because I'm taking the time out for you guys, but, um, mm. but that's about it. That's about it. So, all right, let, let's get into it. Okay. Uh, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> we got some good stuff. We got some bad stuff. Uh, this episode, I'm not going to dwell too much on the bad. Ah, fuck it. Let's start with something. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I found this interesting, um, documentary, short documentary from Vice Japan. It's in the comment about, um, what's going on with Tokyo, especially nightlife district. And this is kind of, um, relevant now, especially since the cold months are starting to, to kick in and, um, you know, the virus is resurging, especially, you know, the big news, the hot topic in Tokyo is Hokkaido and, um, that, you know, is they're kind of getting, uh, large amounts of cases, relatively large for Japan, relatively large amounts of cases there. Um, 
which in my opinion is because of the go to travel campaign, you know, that was done to help boost different travel tourist industries. Of course, in October, like, you know, people are going to go to the northern part of Japan, like the leaves were changing there. It's beautiful. You know, it's cool. So everyone's going to go up there and the virus is going to spread up there. Like, what do you expect to happen? You know, um, and there's also uh, a small nightlife district there. I'm sure it might be something related to that. So, um, yeah, so th this I, I just finished watching it just before I started recording. And it, it's a. Um, just to give you some insight, so it's kind of funny to me because like how to explain this the people in the area that they talked about, I go to that area quite a bit. Like actually it's one of my transfer stops, like, you know, to get where I'm going for my, on my daily commute. Mm. It's Jiugaoka. I change trains in Jiugaoka a lot. Like if you come to Tokyo, you might see me walking around, listening to some music, you know, listening to the podcast, whatever. And, um, and yeah, like the one, the, the main lady that they, we're interviewing she's like she's a hostess in Jiugaoka but Jiugaoka is not like a nightlife area at all at all it's you know I heard someone really really describe it well um as Jiugaoka feels like it's Sunday afternoon every day like and that's honestly summarizes what it's like a different area uh again an area in Tokyo um really chill, you know, families and shit like that. But at night, I can't even imagine what it's like at nighttime. It's, you know, really quiet. Everything's probably closed and shit. But I guess there's like a few, um, it's, it's just kind of a residential area right next to a really, uh, uh, well-to-do area, not rich, but well-to-do area, um, right next to that. So I'm guessing like some of the people, you know, from those areas, you know, on their way home, don't want to go home to their wives or if they're single kind of slide through to some hostess bars, but the hostess bars didn't really look that top flight. Like <laughs> to be honest with you, like I was looking at them like, eh, I don't know about that. But, um, mm. but the, the video gives some information about, kind of how the struggles of nightlife industries you know adult not adult nightlife industries adult entertainment sounds like porn but um entertainment district entertainment industries or entertainment businesses like hostesses which we've talked about here before they dabble a little bit into fuzoku which is also thrown into there as well you know fuzoku is I think I've talked about before, kind of legal prostitution, basically, massage parlors, stuff like that. And that you can kind of lump those, the, the, the Corona related issues of those two industries to in the sense of the same bucket, pretty much. So, um, that, yeah, you know, they're kind of freaking out right, right now. And, and it gives some insight into the mentality of people who work in those industries. And, you know, to the fact that, you know, they're pretty much ignored by, government and yeah they're kind of on the verge of getting a knockout blow a lot of these different places um a similar thing can be said for unfortunately the restaurant industry um as you know you know i know some people am I, is this recording okay okay um i was sorry i'm gonna just test my mic one second Okay, my mic's going. I hope my mic's going, cause it's looking kind of weird. My, oh, sorry, sorry about that. Um, okay, there, there it is. There it is. Um, my my little feedback thing was looking kind of weird, but um, yeah. So anyway, just like you know, I, I I've, I've talked about before. I know some people in the restaurant industry. I'm really rooting for them to pull through this situation. But a lot of the issues that are um the uh, host and hostess industry face also restaurants face, you know, just dealing with nightlife, people drinking, things like that. Um, and the government's really like zeroing in on those industries. I've kind of talked about it before, you know, I think it's, it's a bit of, um, to kill, kill two birds with one stone, possibly. I don't really know, um, for some specific areas, you know, or just for those industries, excuse me i'm guessing the government just doesn't have any love for him it's just like fuck him you know um hmm. so yeah it's gonna be kind of interesting to to see how that plays out but really watching that documentary it gives you kind of uh, um uh a peep into 
you know, the, how they're coping with this situation and what some of the, the struggles are, are really going on for those industries. I'm gonna, again, I'm going to try and do a one-handed pour. I forgot to give myself a, um, okay. I did that relatively smoothly. Relatively, as you can hear or see. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, yeah. So, um, just give that one a watch. Give that one, you know, somebody, it's pretty interesting. Um, it's funny. I was kind of predicting some of the conversations in that one because one of uh, one of the girls, um, the younger one, <laughs> you don't know who who she is, was kind of talking about. She later on, she's like, "I'll do whatever it takes to survive." And I was in my mind, I'm like, "You gonna start hoeing?" <laughs> I hate to say, it, but like, you you want to get, you know, you're willing to become a sex worker. And um and then a few minutes they kind of danced around it. They didn't say it exactly, but they kind of danced around it. But like, yeah, we might have to go down that road. So, uh, hope it doesn't come to that for them or a lot of people. But it kind of looks like it might have to. I'm, I'm not, you know, hey, I'm just don't hate the messenger. You know, I'm just saying. Um, okay. Another thing, uh, I, I really should have adjusted the order of this, but. A few other things I have for you, like, is I watched some shit that kind of pissed me off a little bit. Um, two videos I got, like, they, they didn't, the first one pissed me off, like, because it's just misinformation, misleading information about, you know, Tokyo and about Japan. The first one is just blatantly wrong, like, taco, it's like, whatever the fuck, it's like a, like a gossipy kind of, uh, YouTube channel, but it... Like they, it seems like they. I, I know exactly what they did just by watching it. Um, it seems they did a series about rich kids in different countries, quote unquote. And um, watching the one about Japan is just like just read if you it just click on you don't even have to watch the video. Just read the comments and you'll know. Like I, I saw like a major YouTuber actually was kind of um, chimed in. It was just like this is just uncomfortable and really wrong. Like you know. Um, and misleading and, and you know what what I know I can 100% sure happen that um, that YouTube channel whoever runs it had like a checklist or a template of you know um, events actions whatever that they wanted to hit places for example hotels restaurants food rich you know I'm sure they just did a Google search Japan rich restaurant Japan expensive hobby, Japan expensive area. And they just found a checklist of those places and they just combined them into this mismatch of um, information, you know, disinformation that is just completely like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, um, I had to do a couple of Googles like, is this some shit I don't know about? Like, what? What? You know, hmm. But yeah, it, 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 it's, it's like 90% of what I saw in that video is incorrect, like and quite misleading um, about people with money in Japan. So yeah, you I mean, you watch it, but just be aware that like, you know, all these motherfuckers who, hmm, all these motherfuckers who say they know about Japan, you know, or all this information that knows you know giving you the lowdown of what, what what's going on in japan I, i'm not calling anyone specifically out there's a lot of good information out there but you really have to especially nowadays look at some information with um a skeptical eye because it, you know a lot of times it is just to get views it is just to pump out content and they're like hey you know whatever people in that video probably never even came to japan and that channel never even came to japan and, you know, but from a Google search, like talking about like, you know, fucking wine onsen and uh, or the wine hot spring, like, you know, and it's like just a, a sexy clip, you know, that people think, wow, Japanese people are crazy. They take baths and wine. And like, that's just so stupid because that's like a themed public bath, you know. If you ever see someone with like, oh, Japanese people take baths and ramen noodles and Japanese people take baths and wine and look at that. Japanese people are taking baths in like soup or like beer or whatever the fuck. It's just a public bath 
That's all it is. And it's just like a theme park. And, you know, they have different themes for different public baths. They throw in some colored water. They throw in some, maybe some aroma or something, crystals or whatever. <laughs> aroma crystals, like Folgers, like, you know, whatever they whatever they put in there. And um, and, and that's it. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's regular bath water. It's just a theme. Like, I remember... Um, I don't know if I told this. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll tell. Story time. <laughs> Sidebar. Story time. Um, I remember my first time going to a hot spring with um, kind of flavored, quote unquote, flavored or or theme colored water. Fucking amazing. Like um, I, yeah, I had j- just gotten my driver's license in Japan. I got my driver's license transferred over. Thank goodness I did that before my American driver's license expired. Um, so now my American driver's license is expired. My Japanese driver's license is the, my only valid one. So uh, you've probably heard me say this before. When I go back to America, I'm driving on my Japanese or an international driver's license because, you know, I just don't have it. My Washington, D.C. one is like kaput. Anyway, um... So, yeah, I had just gotten my driver's license in Japan. You know, I was, I was super pumped. I had the day off during on a weekday, and I was like, fuck it. I'm going somewhere. You know, I was like, I, I'm, I'm going somewhere. I got I to hit the highway. Hit the highway. You know, and, and um, my wife had to work, so I was like, I'm taking a solo trip. I just want, you know, I, at that time, I had to work on the weekends. So, oh, I forgot what exactly what I was doing. Maybe I was freelancing at that time still. And so for some reason, um, yeah, I think it was like a Wednesday and I think my, that's what it was. It was a Wednesday and my full-time job. I worked all day was off maybe for summer vacation, if I, if I remember correctly. And so I was like, fuck it. I'm just gonna, I haven't had a day off for a long time. I've been working, you know, if you've heard, if you're a long time listener, you know, I've been working my fingers to the bone. I was like, fuck it. I'm taking a day off. I'm going somewhere. So, you know, I got a license. I got some money. Fuck it, hit the road. I love hot springs, so I'm gonna go to a hot spring. So I just, I think a student or someone told me about a hot spring town somewhere. I ain't know the fuck it was. I just, I still had my flip phone. I didn't have an iPhone yet, um, so I still had my flip phone searching <laughs> on the internet and looking up directions on my like flip, Japanese flip phone, and um, rented the car. I think that was my first time renting a car, and mm. luckily though, was that that time? Luckily, though, I there maybe I lived there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I lived there. Um, but there was a rental car. I remember where I lived. But there was a rental car place really fairly near to where I lived. So, um, mm. so hopped in the rental car, hit the highway. Freaked me the fuck out. Like, oh my gosh! Like it was, you know, it was thrilling. It was, it was exciting. Um, but it was, it because like there's this thing called the ETC. I don't, I forgot what ETC means stands for, but just Google Japan ETC and you'll know. Um, it's like a um, election, like an easy pass in, in in my area. Easy pass, like you know, a highway toll pass kind of thing. I know in America you have like a big fucking brick kind of thing, or you used to. I don't know what you have now, but like a big brick thing that you put in your car. But now in America, it's uh, in Japan, it's like. A little slot you have a card and it's a little slot that you um with a uh, ic chip that you put in the reader and then that is connected to the car or whatever but it's just a little this is like a little key card kind of like a like an atm slot for your um etc card um and mine is connected to my credit card so you know whenever i if i need to hit the highway i just put the card in the car reader and then it charges my credit to my credit card which i don't really do that much so but, you know, it's just good to have in case you do need to hit the highway for something. So um, at that point, you know, I was just like, fuck it, I'm going. So I went, but I didn't have an ETC, right, at that time. And so <laughs> I remember getting, I don't know if I told you, but I was getting on the on-ramp. And, like, they have these, um, I don't know, towers or something that, like, the car, okay, the car I was in, because it was a rental car, it had an ETC reader in it. But it didn't have an ETC card. So, like, I was getting on the on-ramp for the first time. They have this little thing that, like, you know, detects whether you have an ETC or not. And so my car starts yelling at me in Japanese. Like, I didn't know what the fuck it was saying at the time. Because I'm like, wait, is this the right road? Is this the right highway? And then my car starts going beeper, beep. Not beeper, beeper. But, like, you know, me, ETC card. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm just like. 
shit, what the fuck? I thought like I did something wrong or like, you know, I um was gonna get pulled over by the police or something. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So but um you know, it took me, but it scared the shit out of me. And I couldn't, you know, I was on the on-ramp, so I can't turn around. So I'm just like, fuck. But then I kind of, after a few minutes, like I, I just pulled into, there's always one lane where you can um, pay cash. So I pulled into that lane. And after I got on the highway, I was like, everything's okay. Okay. Of course, I'm sweating at this time. Like, you know, because I'm just freaking out. But um, but then I realized, okay, everything's okay. And then, you know, I'm trying to figure out my Japanese navigation system. And I'm just like on the highway for the first time in Tokyo. Like, like the highway, highway, like shit's real, you know. Um, hmm. But eventually I get to my destination. And it was uh, not that good at all, actually. <laughs> now I think, um, the, but no, actually, on my way there, it was cool because I, um, I, yeah, I just did some solo trip shit. Like I, um, I stopped, uh, stopped off at like a, um, a random hotel, had like a nice little lunch by myself. Um, they had a go kart track. I never went like the the real go karts, you know. On my way to the hot spring, I passed a go kart track. I was like, well, I've never really ridden like a like you gotta wear a helmet, you gotta have a driver's license type go kart. And I was like, eh, fuck, what is this? Mm. Sorry, a piece of lint. Mm. Yeah, so I was like, so I was like, fuck it, let me ride a fucking go kart. So I did that, um, you know, and then. Got to the hot spring. I was kind of disappointed. It wasn't as good as I w- thought it would be. Now I understand it was like a lukewarm hot spring that they had, you know, on, that was outside. So it wasn't like super, super hot outside. But it just wasn't so interesting. And so um, I th- maybe I did tell the story before, but fuck it, I'll tell it again. Um, But so um, I was like, fuck. And then I remembered, I, I mean, I think I checked online, you know, again, on my flip phone. And I found another hot spring, because I wasn't satisfied, you know. So I found another hot spring town that was relatively nearby. Yeah, I did tell this story before, but whatever, I'll tell it again. So um, uh, I drive there, you know, of course, just by the power of my navigation system. And then it was some town, I forgot the name of it. I think it was Samizu. It's either Samizu or Shimizu. I always forget which one. Um, but at the time, what I didn't know is that, like, if you say something, something onsen, you're talking about an onsen town, not just, like, one hot spring, not just one onsen, which I didn't know at the time. So, like, I get to the place, you know, I get to the place, and I'm, I'm just like, so where where is the hot spring? Where is it? And there's this old lady walking down the street, like, you know, and so I stop the car, and I'm like, you know, in Japanese, I'm like, excuse me, do you know where da-da-da onsen is? And she was like... You're here. <laughs> I was like, oh, I looked. I was like, okay, thank you. I looked at the map. Oh, it's the fucking town, right? So, uh, once I panned out and checked, like, there's just hot springs everywhere, all over the town. Hmm. I was like, okay. So, so um, I just went. And I just picked a random place. You know, I was like, yo. I need a fucking hot spring. Like, you, you just, again, that's what's great about Japan. You can just walk up into a place like, hey, I'm lost. I need this. You know, help me. <laughs> and then they'll be like, okay. Like, you know, and Japanese hospitality. Whoosh, you know, I talked about it previously uh, in the previous episode, just kind of the switch hits. And, and of course, if you're respectful, you know, um, speaking Japanese helps and then the dude whipped out this map and he was like you know how you recommend you go here you go here you go here and basically he was pointing me to all the cheap places you know and um now that I'm thinking about it, he was probably right you know um but I was like fuck it if I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do it big I'm going to the expensive one because the map had like the, the the cost of all the places so um I was like, yeah, man, fuck this shit. I'm going to go. You know, I drove all the, I I'd driven like two, three hours maybe. I'm like, I'm going to go to the expensive one. Don't think expensive, like expensive, expensive. Like he was telling me to go to the hot springs that were like 500 yen. And I went to one that was like, you know, it was like five bucks. I went to one that was like, you know, 12 bucks basically and, and in a hotel. And 
now that I think about it, probably I should I should have gone to the 500 yen ones because probably what those were were probably outdoor ones with a long history, you know, that were really a lot of nature and stuff like that. The expensive one was like in a fancy hotel, but it was like indoor shit. But still, it was still good for me. I was very satisfied with what happened. So um, this is like three o'clock in the afternoon, maybe, you know, so um, two, three o'clock in the afternoon, maybe so on a weekday, on a Wednesday, so, like, no one's there, and I get to the hotel, and, you know, I'm just like, yeah, I just went to Hot Spring, and so I pay, and they're like, okay, go ahead, and, you know, it was all, um, like, fruit-flavored, fruit-themed Hot Springs, so you had the green apple one, you had the orange one, you had the grape one, and again, just similar to the bullshit they were talking about in that uh, dumbass video, like, yeah, it looked like fucking grape juice you know but i wasn't gonna drink it because i'm not an idiot it's just flavor it's just like aroma crystals and fucking you know color mixed in with the hot spring water that's it you know i mean it was really nice like the aroma was nice and you know i'm like a little kid it was just me all by myself so i'm in like a little kid in the candy store jumping from one pool to the other pool to the outside pool to the regular pool to the you know it was fucking awesome um i spent like maybe two hours in there they had a fucking um a dry sauna they had a wet sauna they had an outdoor pool they had an indoor pool they had a little you know japanese and so i'm just in there just having a blast you know taking a bath taking showers like you know running all around the place hee 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 you know um butt naked <laughs> yeah of course butt naked um and then like about you know when it's just when it started getting dark i headed back in into um the city and that was my first time experiencing driving on the highway. You've heard me talk about that as well. Like the roller coaster ride that is the highway system here at nighttime, listening to some, I think I was listening to like the Tron legacy soundtrack or something, some shit like that. Like, you know, some real like techno shit, you know, that was just like, you know, um, I don't know. Like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm in a fucking computer game or something like that, but it was fucking cool. It was cool vibes. Um, I was like, damn, I'm in Japan. This is some real Japanese-ass shit. <laughs> you know, um, but 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 the point of this is um, the water, you know, that is not real grape juice. Japanese people are not fucking swimming in wine, goddammit. Like, you fucking bastards. Like, <laughs> But, you know, this is... So you have to... Excuse me, sorry. You have to really be careful. Disseminate the, the information that you hear, read, and uh, research about Japan. Right now, um, the next one is not so offensive for me, but it's uh, what it's like to be a sixteen-year-old in Tokyo today. And I think I forgot. Maybe it's just like Vice or something like that. Um, but the reason why for me this is misleading is because the people that they chose. They didn't really choose the average the average Japanese sixteen year old, average Japanese teenager or Tokyo teenager at all, right? Even if you watch, on the surface, the teenage girls that they choose in the beginning of that, um, it's a group of girls talking about some shit, bubble tea and some shit like that. Those are idols. It's very clear. Those are not just like regular high school girls talking. That's like an idol group dressed in high school girls' uniforms. So you're not getting the general consensus of what an average teenager gets. You're getting the sexy, Tokyo, cool, funky, Harajuku style fucking teenager who does skateboarding and boxes K1 and has her own clothing line and fucking purple hair. Like, you know, um, the, the Western image of what Tokyo life is like. And, you know, so um, it's more interesting, but it is the outliers you know here and it's not really what how uh, it, it will give you a very misguided view of how mundane everyday life is here you know um it is it's very mundane um but that's where the peace comes in right because um for me at least like the mundane nature of Japan is so completely different than what Western culture and society is. You're in the middle, you know, it's kind of like it becomes very surreal. Life here is very surreal because, you know, you're in the middle of 
something that's very minimalist but in the backdrop of something that's so funky and so foreign to what you're accustomed to that it's just it becomes a surreal experience you know whatever you're doing um you get accustomed to that but i still appreciate it you know all the fucking time you know but you know um it's more of a Western thing to kind of be flashy and put shit in your face. Like, Hey, I got my own hairline and Hey, I'm wearing all this crazy shit. Like, you know, <laughs> and all I, w- I was watching that video, hoping that they would at least have a couple of what I would call the, a couple of teens that somewhat represented the vast majority of teenagers I encounter in my everyday life in Tokyo, but I didn't. And which was a disappoint disappointment to me and why I also label that as quite misleading because in my mind, I'm pretty sure in your mind from like anime, from movies, from, you know, whatever the fuck you're consuming content you're consuming related to Japan, probably the kids in that video might match your image of what you think about when you think of Tokyo, but that's not what you're going to get at all. Not at all. Right. So just keep that in mind. Okay. Um, a few things that I didn't really watch, but look interesting. I wanted to watch it, um, before I came here, not before I came here, before I started recording. Um, but I didn't is, uh, what it's like to work in, in Japan. Uh, I watched a little bit of it. I might have watched some of this before. It's a lot of background historical information about what the everyday business culture was like in Japan uh, in the past. I'm not so again. I might have watched it before, but it doesn't. Re- you know, I I've, I remember seeing some of the people interviewed before. Um, I think Nobita is in this. Um, hmm. Not Nobita, the other guy, Yuta, maybe. Um, I always forget the other guy's name, but um. He's in it as well. Um, some of the interviews I think are going to be good, informative for you, give you some context about the history, the general culture of Japan. A lot of complaining <laughs> about it as well, but but give that a watch if you have the chance. Another doc is about Hikikomori with shut-ins. I talked about in the previous episode. It's something I'm not going to get into. I didn't watch the documentary, but if you want to know about them and what their lives are like, it's there for you. Um definitely give that a watch too um again i don't really have too much to contribute to oh no maybe i did watch some of this hikikomori documentary yeah i did um I, i'm remembering it now um i watched like about maybe half of it uh and you know some of the things that might strike you are again um how japanese people kind of tend to not ignore a problem but take you know leave a problem as it is you know and uh if you listen to the background how these kids became hikikomori that's kind of what really happened in a lot of the cases the parents just kind of um left it be um oh yeah that's why because this is kind of a continuation from a few episodes ago uh of the article rod sent um the what is that the 80 50 problem yeah so 50 80 problem 80 50 i believe um, so you can kind of see some of the origins of that, you know, the kids really talk about some with, you know, domestic violence problems. Um, but, but generally, you know, the, when it gets to a certain point, a breaking point, the family just kind of leaves the kid as is to their own devices. And, you know, they've got three square meals a day. They got money, whatever they need. And they're just allowed to just be, you know, I'm me personally. I'm like that shit ain't gonna happen at all with my son. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna let you. Pl- I want to play PlayStation all day. I want to eat snacks and like you know surf the internet all day. Why the fuck I gotta work so your ass can do that? Like that's not something that Western people, especially Black people, gonna allow to happen. But just in the West, like I, I would. I've never heard of a hikikomori, like a shut-in teen or whatever in their 20s in America. I don't know. Let me know if you have. Like, I just don't know. I've never heard of that shit, you know. So it's a cultural thing. So check that out. 
All right, another fun fun video is uh it's kind of monotonous but but is it gives you some cultural context. It's fifty dropped wallets, I believe is the name of it. A guy pretty much walking around Tokyo dropped his wallet fifty times and saw what happened. You know, it was a social experiment, but uh, you know, I'm kind of over those social experiment videos, but I'm sure you are too. But this is like a real social experiment, and you can kind of tell the reaction of real Japanese people. Um, and yeah, it lets you know like why I fucking live in this country. Spoiler: people gave the wallet back. <laughs> okay. Um, mm. All right. So uh, that's that. I got one more thing. Again, sorry, my apologies. I thought this was gonna be like an epic, super long podcast, but um, just even when I started recording, I really wasn't like, I told you juices weren't flowing. So I'm not going to push the issue. I'm not going to force anything. I'm just going to, you know, um, wrap everything up pretty quickly tonight and, uh, earlier than I thought I would. And then, you know, try and do some editing and stuff tomorrow, maybe get some more clips. So by the way, if you hear this, um, this is probably going to come out first or whatever around the same time uh like i said i want to do a, a just a dump of a lot of different clips from from the previous couple of episodes on youtube uh, i might schedule them so you know um just look for the if you watch on youtube just look for the titles and please don't just click and click away that just fucks up my analytics completely you know but the full episodes are going to be labeled as episodes and clips are just going to probably have whatever the title the title of the section is so just respond appropriately for people watching on youtube and the last joint 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 is uh uh it's it's a nobita thing and he <laughs> he hit it on the head again um talking about uh foreigners that he doesn't like right and i'm just gonna blast through this really quickly it's so true for me too um his number three was foreigners who don't like Japanese culture or foreign people who don't like Japanese culture. You'd be surprised the amount of foreign people living and staying in Japan that don't like Jap Japanese culture. I mean, I would say, like, it's a range, you know, but the main thing would be people who aren't flexible and open-minded. I would amend that to be people who aren't open-minded to Japanese culture. Like, I remember I had this coworker. oh, my gosh, like, she tripped me out because she complained about Japan. she was working in japan complained about japan every day complained about japanese culture every day she was american like from the midwest um i'm not downing those areas but i'm just giving you you know some context about her you know and you know all she did was eat mcdonald's every day um complain about japanese food japanese people japanese culture talk about how thin she used to be i'm not fat shaming her at all but i'm just saying like you know um you know if you're telling me about how you were you know sorry to say this like a sexy cheerleader and all the guys wanted you in college and like you're in japan eating mcdonald's every day complaining about japanese culture it's like why are you here <laughs> you know is kind of what it, everyone was just like yo why are you here why are you even here why don't you just go back to america like this is like when i first came to japan um and yeah like that was my number one thing um so just be open-minded like you don't even have to accept everything but just be open-minded to it and just understand it's a different culture a different place and just try some shit and don't fucking complain about everything um number two is can't speak japanese he goes into it very well again yeah not speaking japanese is fine but making no attempt to pick up the language just bla i've met some people like that who just use their english as a weapon use their inability to speak japanese as a weapon you know and 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 and, and just try to exert their will over japanese people to prove to them that they need to speak english that's just some condescending shit and you're just being an asshole. So, me too. I don't like that as well. Like, dude, just fucking pick up a book. It's not that complicated. Right? Um, And the number one is people who just want to fuck Japanese girls. He talks about it in a very funny context. And yeah, I agree. I mean, how do I say this? I mean, wanting to fuck Japanese girls is not a bad thing, you know. But just don't make that your whole purpose for coming to Japan. Like, you know. 
Um, did I tell this story? I can't remember if I told this story in the previous. Again, I was drinking cognac in the previous episode, but but like, you know, it it reminds me of like, okay, maybe I haven't told. Okay, another story. Time. Let me let me let me drink a little last little bit of cognac for, for on this episode. So hold on, let me let me again one handed. Boop, pop this open. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Gotta keep the yak safe. Gotta protect the yak. Okay, perfect. Perfect pour. Alright. Uh, okay, shit. All right, let me just put that right there. Alright. And put this cap on. Cap on, cap on, cap on. Okay, before I tell this story. I can't remember if I told this um Shibuya crazy Shibuya tale. <laughs> fucking weird. Um but like so one time I'm in Shibuya again if I told this my bad I'll tell it again I'm in Shibuya walking around doing something in my mid to late 20s maybe Friday night or something like that not too late though and I forgot how this dude like a big big dude Black dude, big dude, pretty big, you know, I'm 6'2", he was maybe like 6'5", you know, maybe like 250, 250 pounds, pretty big, but he was much, he was older than me, at that time he was probably like mid-30s, mid-to-late-30s, mm, yeah, mid-to-late-30s from what I would guess, and, you know, he was just like, what's up, brother, you know, I just remember, he was like, what's up, brother, I was like, yo, sometimes, you know, you get, yo, what's going on, man? He's like, oh, you out here looking too, huh? Mm, mm. And he just ran over to me and just immediately started talking to me. You know, I'm, and I'm, I think I was on some chill shit too. Like, I, I forgot what I was doing out there, but um, I was just hanging by myself. I wasn't really like looking to get into. I mean, not I'm not talking about like in the sexual contents. You know, I was basically married at this time, so I was just looking to like chill, maybe have a drink or two, like do something or whatever. I forgot why, but. Um, he was just like, he was like, you know, really manic and like looking around like, you know, all like, yeah, you, what you getting into? You, you know, you, you see, like, like he's like a little crackhead, like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> you know, fiending. And he was like, look at all this. Oh, you see that? Oh, I see that right there. Oh, I see that right there. Mm, 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 mm. You know, like he's just hungry at the barbecue, like, you know, <laughs> at the buffet. And he's like, oh, I can't get enough of these. And he's just talking to me, like, half talking to me, half talking to himself. <laughs> About, you know, all these all these young Japanese, they just don't get, they just keep staying the same age. Mm, you know, I can't get enough of them. Mm, I got to have it. Ooh, you know, he's like, and he's just telling me about, like, I, at this point, like, I kind of know this dude's a weirdo, you know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, you... It's one thing for me, A, you love women, that's cool. I love women, that's cool. But, you know, this guy clearly had a problem, you know, <laughs> you know, and and he was not the type of person I wanted to really be associated with. And, you know, especially because I would be kind of be lumped in the category as this dude. So, but I could, there were, I could, it was clear like he was so worked up and so happy that he could talk to another young black guy, you know, that uh, in Shibuya, you know, while surrounded by a bunch of like young women, that it was clear like he was worked up. He was on 10. I was on like three, you know, in, to be in Shibuya. And he is just like on 10. And I was just like, there's no way without like, making a scene i can get away from this guy i just gotta like let the conversation run its course you know i'm not going anywhere so i can't you know like my face is really honest so like if i'm like yeah i gotta go like <laughs> you know i don't know what this crazy motherfucker's gonna do right so <laughs> hmm. so so i i just like let him go off right i forgot we we talk in like Sentagai, which is like the main intersection of Shibuya for I think like five, ten minutes. 
And then I think I was after like five or ten minutes of him just be like, ooh, these women, you know, I just got to fuck them. I, ooh, I can't stop it. I, I come here. You know, I got, I'm in my car. I'm driving here. I drive like about an hour here just to pick them up, scoop them up, fuck them up. You know, ooh. Yeah, and this is how this guy's talking to me, like really loud, really like animated. And I'm just like, eventually I'm like, yeah, I'm just going that way. You know, he's like, okay, cool. Okay, it's cool. I'll walk with you. And so he just starts walking with me and talking to me about basically he just you know wants to brag about the about being able to drive to Shibuya pick up girls and fuck them that was like his whole spiel that was the whole thing and I mean great I know a lot of guys who do that you know or at least before corona I knew a lot of guys who did that um but this guy was, you know, he was like, check this out. And I mean, he's just like, check this out. Ooh. And he's like, <laughs> he like pulls up a video on his phone. And before I realize what he's showing me, it's like him in his car, clearly in his car, like fucking a chick. Like he's got, so <laughs> he's got his phone set up. Like, you know, he's in the backseat. He's got his phone set up and he's like, She's on riding him, you know. Sorry, this is kind of graphic, but this is kind of. I'm in public, like you know, and I mean he he's so excited he like jams his phone in my face and he's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, full on like look at that shit, you know, and so he's like all like pumped up like he had like you know four locos he had like eight Red Bulls or something, and. Excuse me, and he's like, you know, yeah, look at that shit. Like, you see that? And, and in the it's weird because in the video he's doing the same thing. He's like, you know, got this chick's ass, you know, on his dick, and he's like, in the camera, like, woo, yeah, yeah, like I'm just like, it was like a small clip. Like, thank goodness this was before, you know iPhone, so I didn't watch this dude's whole porno, but it was just like a good 10, 15 second clip of this guy yelling into a camera with a, a Japanese girl on his dick, like, you know, like, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, dude, that's awesome, like, <laughs> what the fuck you want me to say, like, I met you like 10 minutes ago, you know, like, <laughs> I'm not trying to see you, like, you know, your porno, like, <laughs> But, it, you know, this was before, I think this was clearly, bef must have been before the earthquake. Um, so, again, there were a lot more Japanese people in Tokyo at the time. And, again, this was kind of just like the end of the peak where, where foreign people were really, really trendy. You know, I guess picking up Japanese girls was, was, was a lot easier back then, you know, randomly. Because, I mean, he was so pumped and so excited to just be picking up girls and fucking them in Shibuya. And I'm just like... I don't know. I think about it. he must have been married or something like that. Maybe you know had a family. He just wanted to escape or something. I don't know what this dude's deal was, or he was just like a weirdo. I don't know. But 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 you know, I 100% agree that people like that who are just in Japan to just try and get some tail, man, just stay in your home country. You know, it's 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 kind of the same thing. You know, apple pie, lemon pie, it's all pie. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, so, so like, it, it's not gonna magically turn into the fucking mashed potatoes, okay? Like, it's all pie, okay? <laughs> okay. Sorry, 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 ladies. Oh, well, this is my ninety percent dudes. This is guy talk, but you know what I mean. Mm. Mm. But definitely check out the list. Uh, Nobita, he he does um his list much more justice than I do, but yeah, it's weird shit, man. Ooh, I kind of forgot about that story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right you guys um so let's call that a night again um yeah oh shit it almost made it to an hour okay so uh, turned into a pretty much better podcast than i thought it would would be hopefully fun informative uh look out for those cl clips no promises but just let you know um and definitely check out the links so all right y'all let me get the fuck out of here holla at you next time peace <laughs>